Hey guys, welcome to Fix Strong and Awkward with John Stacy. Today was exciting because I got to sit down with the top 105 strongman in the world, multiple title and record holder, the New England legend himself, Nicholas Camby. By the time this airs, he'll have already completed his attempts for the world log record and block press record here in uh, Waco, Texas at Clash at the Corral, the first uh, regional qualifier for 2022's Clash on the Coast finals. Uh, I'll touch base at the end to fill you in on how those went and what numbers he actually officially hit. Here we go. We are uh, here at Waco, the first regional qualifier for 2022's Clash on the Coast. Uh, how you feeling? Made weight this morning? Made weight. That was a little, little tough. I, I had to do like a quick little bath right before, but I made weight by a pound, and now just getting all the hydration in. Uh, it feels great, and I'm actually just talking about just the heaviest I've been probably up to up after after lunch, so... Hopefully, maybe get up to like mid two fifty fives. Oh wow, two fifty for the for our competition, which would be a pretty big. Would be, I'll be pretty big. Yeah. What's the heaviest you've been on the floor? So, um, a clash. Um, I was able to weigh myself before each day. I was like two forty, like two forty seven, two forty eight, two forty nine. I think. Oh wow. Going the day, so yeah. I'll be I'll be a few pounds heavier. So hopefully that will give me a little advantage. No doubt. Especially going, especially now going in the afternoon, and I think that's probably why I'm not. I don't think I was as lean. As I was going to the clash, but given that I've been more static, I think that's kind of more is more appropriate to get, maybe keep a little more body fat, stay a little yeah. heavier. You feel a little sturdier on the heavier presses, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sturdy is a good word for it. Yeah. What uh, What do you think in jump wise for your records? Uh, so it's interesting. Tyler was asking because there's the, of course the Giants live mm-hmm. going at the same time, but at least three seventy four hundred, and then anywhere between four twelve and four twenty. Most likely it's going to be like four fifteen. But I don't think Tom, I don't think Tommy brought like one pound. Plates, probably not. So it's, yeah, it's probably going to be four fifteen. Yeah, probably not much for change plates. Yeah. Uh, what about the block? What are you thinking? Block is going to be the records at two eighty six, so two ninety open above the record two ninety three ten three thirty. Okay, those are good jumps, and you I mean you're just going to obliterate the record right off the yes. bat. Okay, so we're yeah, it's really just to, like set the record and yep. hopefully something to be contested for years. For sure, yeah. What uh, what other competitions are you getting ready for? You got OSG on their mind? So, America's Strongest Man, which is oh, right. Uh, right after this. Mm-hmm. And that will be uh, that will be a good prep. So, it, I'll be doing like a two-week ramp-up, which is – still got to plan for it. I still got to see how like how I design it. But it's going to be a nice like two-week ramp-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've already been training that, but just very light. So, America's Strongest Man, which is the 25th of September. I'm going to do OSG, which is like mid-November, like the 12th to the 14th. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe a feat of strength doing an Atlas Stone in December. What are uh, what are the ASM events? Are they good ones? ASM. For you? Uh, so we got log again. So just okay. got practice more on just like doing reps. It's a, it's a rep one though, not rep. max. So it's probably okay. going to see more. Probably no split on the log. It'd be vipers and push presses. Gotcha. Um, then you have. Uh, do you reserve this? Menus. Sorry. Do you reserve the split for just maxes? Yeah. Now okay. I do. Yes. In gotcha. the past, I used to split everything. That's right. But I kind of got out of that habit because. I, one, one, I worked on my push press, mm-hmm. and I, you know, and 
when you're doing the reps, it's it's a lot to ask to keep kind of splitting and splitting. So absolutely, yeah, def- definitely good. I think guys, it takes I, a lot of time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you guys were joking earlier about you losing to Anthony by point one seconds on a log. Oh, that, oh, that, that, that was Tommy. Oh, it's Tommy. Tommy. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. But, but, yeah. but Tommy is, uh, yeah, he, 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 we're very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't split in that extra tenth of a second. I mean, you could have that back. Yeah, so. absolutely. Even if you need Viper, so much faster. Yeah, absolutely. But, again, that's, it, it takes time. But I think if you want to be a good suppressor in the sport, you want to utilize all three. So mm-hmm. Viper, push press, yeah. and it's some type of jerk. Most, most times it's a split jerk. Some guys like a power jerk or push jerk. Right. No squad jerks. I think that's going to be I don't know anybody time. else that says to utilize all three. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I, think, I think that's I think that's what it should, should yeah. be. Um, and then, so events, we got the Fingle Fingers. Then okay. um, sandbag load. I'm, I'm not showing the exact order. So like sandbag load. So like four, like four bags similar to this, um, but up to 355. Then we have max deadlift. Okay. Um, I think it's going to probably finish in the probably high sevens to, to the low eights. Yeah. Where are you thinking you'll be on I, that one? I want it at least 750, 800 would be ecstatic. So yeah. that's, that's Historically, deadlift's been one of your, your lesser events, right? Yes. Okay. Um, but I think a lot of it had, had to do with kind of like fixing my mm-hmm. position. So I had Uh-oh. an interior tilt, so my hips were kind of facing down, so my quads were very tight, hamstrings and glutes posterior chain ball really kind of weak and loose mm, so okay. fixing that and also fixing my lower abs I think yeah. really helped that probably um, carried over to your pressing too huh? Uh, I would say a, a little bit a little bit um, but I would say this definitely like deadlift and squats is where okay. get their static that static strength is where gotcha. I saw the most so deadlift then we have um, the Husabel carry for max distance Oh, doing that one again. Last year yeah, was so brutal like picking, to watch. Yeah, picking up on the floor, and I think it's going to be like a Texas shape. Okay. Uh, I, I guess, I'm not sure what it's going to come with. I think it's going to be like a Texas shape okay. stone, which would be, be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then the sixth and final event, and again, this is not the order it's gonna, probably going to go in, uh, is a max sandbag toss. So that sandbag toss is, right now, has been my, not Achilles heel, but like, let's just, like I'm, I'm decent at it, but it's not where mm-hmm. my pressing or deadlifting or carry events is at. So okay. that's where I, I actually do spend a lot of time almost as much time I do spend is like probably I practice probably let's just say like in the order probably deadlifting sandbag throws and pressing so I yeah. actually spend a lot of time pressing okay I mean sorry sandbag throws Same. because Same. again you really want to work the weaknesses and mm-hmm. again the more competition you get under your belt the less the less that's a weakness and yeah I've come, I've, I've come a long way already uh, I think a lot of strongmen fall into the enjoying myself included fall into you enjoy certain lifts because you're good at them and that's all you do or want to do and it's good to take the time and really address your weaknesses. If you want to be a champion, I mean, yeah. that's what you have to do, right? Absolutely. So, but right now, I've gone from like coming like either like towards the bottom to coming mid pack. So yeah. then, eventually, it's going to come. Like hopefully, it develops into maybe where I podium every contest on the throws, and then maybe one day where I, I, I win the throw events. So Absolutely, yeah. that's the that's the goal. But I think going back to kind of like leverages. So like so so some like pressing comes natural to me. I have like long legs, long torso, short arms, so. That, that okay. works well. But that also, short arms doesn't really do it for throwing, right? Mm-hmm. The long, long guys with longer arms have better leverages. They can really kind of manipulate the bag to, again, right. especially the whip, yeah. to kind of throw it up. So that's mm-hmm. I think that's very, again, the leveraging point. So, again, certain things are not going to come natural, but that's where you got to work, where you got to spend the most time. Yeah, that makes sense. And then OSG has a toss and a max log, right? Uh, they have a, 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 it's a log press away. 
Oh, it is press so away. Yeah. So okay. at least clean once and yeah. then press away. I might okay. end up probably do a couple, probably a couple cleans. Hopefully, do like a. I was thinking, maybe, eh, maybe, maybe Viper the first one, but probably most likely clean pushes. What's the weight? Three, three twenty-five. Okay. Uh, for the middle weights, so yeah. a good good weight, I think, mm-hmm. between like six and eight, will probably win it. Yeah. Um, and then there'll be a few zeros on that one too. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, OSG is very, very similar events, uh, but they have the car yoke, they have um, the Husafel sandbag uh, drag medley, they have their deadlift ladder they're doing, but they're actually they're adding an extra uh, deadlift bar. Okay. So five, five deadlifts in that ladder, and then the last day is a, a sandbag medley throw, and then, of course, the, the stone, stone, uh, stone series. Cool. So all, all, of course, solid events. So I think a lot of it, even right there, um, is just five great like five super events mm-hmm. and then just again we kind of just limit the again mid pack or better would yeah be, would be great for again i think that could be easy podium maybe when it just off of that plan gotcha but i'll have more time to train for that that'll be after asm and of course not going to stay healthy yeah absolutely That's number one you can't be yeah. strong you compete if you're not healthy so yeah. i'm exhibit a right now so. um, and i think that's one thing i kind of stress to I would say younger athletes is of course kind of taking care of your body as much as you put time tra- training in the gym and mm-hmm. I think that goes over a lot of people's head but um, I think it's one of the reasons why I've been successful at times that I'm able to stay healthy and just stay in the sport you just stay competing you get well but again if you're not you're not able to compete and you're not able to kind of develop and yeah. keep, you know, keep growing in the sport for sure yeah makes sense muscles. <laughs> yeah and you've, uh, I mean, you've been to Worlds OSG, what, four times? Uh, oh, I was supposed to go in 2019, but after ASM, my hip wasn't feeling great. And I, mm-hmm. it wasn't to the point, I probably could have competed, but I, I, was, I was most likely pushing that, was, I was going to get hurt. Okay. So I, I, I knew that in that time, so I ended up pull, pulling out. So this would be my fourth um, OSG Giants Live World, because I did Giants Live, when it was Giants Live, um, I did that in uh, Belfast, Ireland, in 2016. So oh, that, wow. that was that was good. That was when Marcin uh, Simbicki and uh, Sean Marines took took first and second. Awesome. Um, and then then I did the the, the, pre, the next two um, the next two OSGs. Missed 2019, of course. There's no 2020. So mm-hmm. yeah, this will be my fourth. Awesome. Yeah. And then ASM. This will be my sixth. Your sixth ASM? Six ASM. Wow. I've done every year since 20. How have you done? I know at OSG you've podiumed multiple times. OSG, I, I, I've taken, it was, I think the order goes sixth, second, and 15th. So 2018, I did, I uh, had a really bad weight cut. So uh, okay. I was very complacent mm-hmm. after um, podium at America's. And I came in way too, way too heavy. And my, even my body composition was shit. Gotcha. So um, I learned, I, uh, that was enough for, Feeling, feeling like shit and competing like shit, that was enough to really clean clean up and really adapt to better methods to weight cut so I can perform better. For sure. Yeah, the weight cut's tricky. You can uh, rebound off of that and not perform well yeah, at all. It's, 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 half, it's half the battle, but yeah. it's, it's, it's important. Mm-hmm. But even like, again, there's some, some guys would like to cut, it, cut most of the weight and be closer to the deal with the weight cut, but I think, I think once you get to a certain point, I think it's... Again, being efficient in the weight cut and, and, of course, cutting from heavier weights, I think. Again, I, I do it between 245 and 248, which I think is a good median. But for the most part, 
I think there should be some aspect of kind of cutting weight. Mm-hmm. It's it just part of the game. Now, this is going to be my third cut this year, water cut. And now I'm going to do five, five, maybe six total on a year, which is, which is nuts. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't want to have to cut that many times <laughs> in a year. But, I mean, when there's actually money on the line like there is yeah, now, absolutely. you might as well. Not only money, but more opportunity. We get up uh, just more, a little bit closer to the mic. Yeah, uh, more money, opportunity, more exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, if you really want to, um, again, if you want really want to kind of make a name for yourself and get keep getting invites and keep getting um, again the opportunities, you got you got to compete as often as you can. Yeah, absolutely. And then I mean, the opportunities stop being presented all around if athletes aren't showing up too. You know what I mean? It's not just going to be you. It, you know, eventually, if people aren't showing up to things like ASM and all this other stuff, they're just going to stop doing it. Yeah, and it's it's not a show so. if I if I don't show up. So. There you yeah, go. It's happened, it's happened that That's way. the attitude, yep. There you go. Uh, and then ASM, you podiums, you had uh, second so place last year. So I've, I've had two podiums, uh, but I've always been at least top five. So okay. fifth in 2016, fifth in 2017 in Vegas, mm-hmm. third in 2018, back to fifth in 2019, and I took second last year. Damn. So I've, I've always been pretty consistent. Yeah. But, um, every year I've at least kind of either done well or I kind of like won an event. Mm-hmm. Um but this year, of course, um, as long as I, again, stay healthy through this weekend, um, yeah. I'm pretty excited about America's. And, and, I, and a lot of it's, I think, it's just, I have a good, good matchups. Um, again, I get to a point where you compete against these guys uh, multiple times, so you have a good idea about what their strength and stuff. And so, obviously, we saw Tommy this weekend. He's looking yeah. large. He's looking oh, fast. Yeah. He's had a lot of time to rest in between um, Clash and now. Mm-hmm. So, I think Tommy's going to be a good um it's going to be my, my main competition. I think I can beat him, like, on the log, um, on the deadlift. Uh, I beat him on the sad, sandbag load uh, last time. Uh, he beat me on the sandbag toss. But we were both, like, it's, it, we're very close on some of the events. So, like, I I think um, I can win. I think I can beat him on the deadlift and on the log uh, pretty confidently. Yeah. But uh, the other four events, it's going to be a toss-up. Right. It's going to come down to... <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how it felt at Clash last year, right? Like, mm-hmm. you were the favorite going into it by far, and uh, he gave you a little bit of a run for your money, a little bit more than I think people expected. Absolutely. I, I knew Tommy was yeah. going to be tough, and he's yeah. getting better and better every competition. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a couple years younger. He's a, he's a few years younger, but he's improving every time he competes. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but he, he's just, he's, he's almost like me a few, a kind of few years ago, but like, I think once it's like, deadlift will, deadlift will develop to a mm-hmm. point where it's, it's it's not a kind of a heel because unfortunately he was zeroed and that right. kind of took him out of the contention um, on the deadlift that clash on the, on the final day. But mm-hmm. if that's not going to be a problem for him if he stays with it, absolutely. So yeah. he, Tommy's going to be scary as he. But again, yes, he he's, he's looking pretty big now, so he's, he can be smart about his way. Yeah, I remember. He's going to be always going to be trouble. Yeah, he was a judge at the Ronnie Classic that I competed at uh, in Dallas or outside Waxahachie um, last year. And I remember seeing him, and somebody told me he was a pro. And I looked at him, and I was like, yeah, he doesn't really look like – I mean, not that he wasn't, like, fit or looked athletic or anything. He just didn't look like a pro strongman to me. And then I saw him at ASM, and he had put on probably a good 5 to 10 pounds since then. And then now I saw him walk in for weigh-ins, and he looks like a freak. Yeah, he looks good. He's got pumpkin shoulders, man. He's one of the more taller strongmen. Yeah. I would say yep. a lot of guys in the range anywhere between, like, 5'10". Maybe six one six two. I think he's almost six six two six three, which is oh, a little yeah. tall on the side. I'm I'm six feet or five eleven three quarters, but yeah, who's counting? Right. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. What do you? How do you balance your job? I know your job's pretty. So um, I think there's, there's times it's generally like, for instance, like this summer it gets a little slow, but I still mm-hmm. put in um, a good amount of time. So pretty much kind of eight to eight to eight thirty to six. It's generally my usual hours, and okay. then I leave for the gym at six forty-five, and then I train. I train at I train at night until. Uh, generally 10 and come home like at 10.30. That is a full-ass day. It's a full-ass day. day. That's yeah. a full day. And then wow. I train probably three times during the week and one, one day on the weekend. Um, but it, it's really a, it's a, it's a, it's a just planning and kind of juggling right. if, you're, if you're vacation, of course, family events and things along those lines. Um, but basically, I think, it's, I think it was, it's helped that once I was able to kind of work from home um, and decrease a little bit on my travel, I think that was a, that was a big piece in yeah. terms of... You were traveling a lot for work? A, a little bit, just, um, even just, com- just commuting yeah. can, can just take a toll on and, and, Yeah, Because I, sure. I would commute south, and then my gym was north of where I lived, so like, I would be commuting a half an hour south, and then drive anywhere between 50 and 70 minutes to go to the gym, so right. that, those, those were long days. Mm-hmm. So, it decreased my travel, it kind of helped out, and kind of worked from home, but Recruiting is nice where, um, again, I'm running my own business, yeah. and um, if you're really able to, um, again, you're, if you're really able to kind of like man- manage your time, mm-hmm. again, you, kind of, if you're, you, can t- you can kind of take kind of take a step back when you need to, but again, you can really kind of work, spend time, even like work late nights on the days that you're not training, um, and really kind of make it up, so I can really just put it, when I put in the time, so that's always good, it's just, again, a, a juggling act yeah. when it comes to it. Yeah, really no excuses there. I mean, just time management. I think a lot of people really struggle with that, myself included. I'm not great at it. And like I, even like even like last week, you know, I was working. I was working. Well, work the weekend again. It's um, you're working for you're working for yourself. Um, so again, I was able to put the timing because again, I'm taking it would be doing Thursday to Sunday off. So mm-hmm. again, it's time work not. So again, put in the time we can. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, any other records on your eye? You got one already with the Axle Press. You're going for the log and the block so tomorrow. Two. Um, I, think be- the, I think the circus dump. So I will have to work at a circus dump. Okay. I think that's something in the distance. Maybe not this year. Yeah. Um, Atlas Stone, if I can stay healthy through OSG, I right. think that's, I'm going give to it, give it a run. In December so, so in uh, be, Denver? Yeah, so okay. that would be anywhere between 200. I think it's... It's interesting because um, not until I post the body because I thought I had the world record or tied the world record in Russia, even though it wasn't two fifty-two inches, it was just to like a meter, which is anywhere between like 38, 40 inches. I'm not sure what the block mm-hmm. was, but that's you just said it was a meter. Um, or sorry, it was a barrel. <laughs> but um, so that was four. That was four hundred fifty-one or two hundred five kilos, and then people came out where I think there was an Australian that loaded. Uh, 250, 205 kilos to 250, no, 200, so 451. Is that, is that the same Australian guy? I can't, I can't pronounce his name. That had the axle record no, for the 90 no, kilo. Because no, this is a different. His name is Scott. Oh, okay. I want to say yeah, Scott Willis. Willis. Sorry, if I put yeah, your I name. You listen <laughs> to this. Um, but he, I think he did it at like a, a local comp in okay. Australia. So that's so I think it's 451 to 52. Anywhere between like yeah, between like forty eight and fifty two inches. Supposedly there was a sweet guy from Sweden or Norway that did two ten, but there's no video or record of it or much yeah. information on that. Yeah. Um, so I think going between like two oh five, two ten, even more, I think it's, it's gonna be solid. Pretty confidently say that's the record, yeah. But I can say now that 
I think I've loaded the heaviest stone for American 105 kilo when I did the 451. So yeah. there hasn't really been any other stone loaded more. Because, right. Again, it wasn't to the right height, but mm-hmm. that was just what they gave to us at that competition. So um, so go for the Atlas stone. And then one day, I think one day I would have to, ch- I would like to chase a deadlift record, but that's going to take, uh, that's going to take time to work at it. Okay. So just, I don't want to be, what? become a deadlift. What's specialist. the most you've ever pulled? Um, most I ever pulled um, is 745 and then 715 raw, but I think those are very old numbers. Yeah. Um, I think I can do really well. My best in training uh, right now was probably my, one of my recent sets. I did like 660 for four, um, and then that was kind of a, we're talking like RPO numbers, maybe like a seven or seven or eight. Yeah. So I had much more tank, left, but, yeah. but I didn't. Of course, the log is the goal right now, so I wasn't going to not push in the right. deadlift until right after uh, this contest. But tr- when I got to the, I've got like a realization where I, if I can deadlift twice a week and the I supplement the trap bar, the trap bar came, um, of course, did really well for me. Um, the last, I was just just training like conjunction trap bar and straight bar, or even like a thirteen inch pull. Um, that really kind of helps my training and I think kind of my trajectory during the deadlift. Okay. So, um, trap bar wise, I, I did like 800 for seven. That was my best pull. And then that was, that was good for second at, um, clash. Right. Um, in Russia, I tied for third on the 13 inch deadlift. I almost tied for first. I was, I slept locking out the seventh rep that would have tied me for first. So I was a little bummed about that. It also cost me a thousand dollars because they <laughs> gave me second. Um, and then at ASM, I tied for third again. Okay. So, uh, and I was close to... Oh, the car deadlift last year? Yeah. yeah. Or like it was like a lever deadlift. Lever, yeah, the basket. That's what it was, yeah. Um, but pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. But the, I think, and I was, I had the, I had the, um, the deadlift, I had it in my lap. I, I hitched the last rep, and if I finished that, I would like tie for second. So I put in the last three, so again... The trajectory is going up, so again, if I spend more time, stay healthy, I yeah. think it's gonna get better. So I think it could take maybe a couple of years. Okay, but I think that's something maybe at one point I'll try like to chase or yeah. kind of competition that has it. Yeah, but I don't think I'll, I want to go personally just do a record, record break. I want to I want to do it around competition because generally around the competition will be, I think, where I get, get pushed enough to really go for it. I think yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah. The other guys that when push. you need the points, yeah. there's that extra motivating factor for sure. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you're talking about using different bars and stuff for deadlift. I know you're a big advocate of, one, switching up your environment, like we were talking about earlier with log presses and things, and then also use, uh, and you're sponsored by Tsunami Bars, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you Absolutely. like, what, how do you feel about those? Obviously, you like them. Uh, I just don't so, know. So, for pressing, it, it's, it, pressing is great. Yeah. Um, in the last, let's say, like three or four contests, it's been kind of a finishing touch. I've, of course, used it a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but for pressing, it's been a finishing touch. So I use the last like one or two weeks of training. Okay. Um, and again, it kind of really doesn't beat me up as much when I when I use it, especially like catching it and of course pressing it. And it's thick like an it's almost thick like an axle. So it okay. kind of was good when I was doing like the axle pressing. Um, but again, it really focuses on speed work. And but if you're thinking about like a technique wise, if you're not um, precise in terms of like you're having the right dip, like so for instance, if you don't. Uh, when you bend your knees and bend into your hips, if that's off, it's going to throw you forward. So it's very, it will humble you if you don't do the exercise correctly. Okay. Um, yeah, so makes I sense. think, so especially, I always try to go the fastest I can or really stay. And also, um, even after you do the bend, you're, uh, in terms of like the lockout, if you hold the lockout, that's, again, it's 
it's going to help. It's going to work because again, it wobbles at the top for a while, especially if you do it very, very, very fast. Mm-hmm. So um, that will be, I would say, a good. I think again, really good stick or a good workout for um, locking out. Okay. Um, I've been doing more on the. I've been doing. I squat with it as well, more like on the off season. Um, and there's there's a million applications. I haven't. I've tried deadlifting with it. I'm still trying to play around with it. Um, yeah. it's, it's a good practice of like take the slack out of the bar, but like yeah. to, to an extent, you almost have to do it. Be at a deficit to really get the. How much the can you? Right. How much weight can you put on one of those? I would say like between like anywhere like 500, 550. Oh, safely okay. 600 yeah. might be pushing it. Okay, um, but they're also going to be getting me a, a super max bar, which is oh, maybe I can go. load up to like 700, 800 pounds. Right on, which might be pretty cool. Yeah. How do you feel squat wise? You feel pretty stable <laughs> with that? Do you think that helped um, with your uh, hip issues at all? Um. For the mo- for the most part, I- I- I'm not sure how like it worked for the hip okay. issues, but um, just the the floppiness of it, I think, kind of continues like the time under tension. Gotcha. Um, so for the I use it for I did like for a lot of front squats, and I got it from even like Tyler Young. He of course hit me up about getting one. Um, of course, he got set up with set up one and been using. It. He loves it. Um, but the, yeah, front squat I thought was a good application for it. Okay. Um, but. Lately, when I was doing it, of course, my knees were a little sore, but that's from, like, logging twice a week. So that's something I've never done. Yeah. I've logged twice a week for, like, nine weeks. That's a lot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah I, started, I started, like, in the mid-200, so, like, I really, I really worked up to it, but yeah. that was that was killer. So my knees were, were sore. Yeah. Is that Was that 380 the most that you've ever done on a log? Yes. Um, well, I did, I did 382 a month prior for a single. Okay. Um, and now you're and tripling and I, and 380. I did, I did 380, and I, did, I hit 380 for a single, like, back in 2016. But yeah, that that was the best. Like that was the best rep. And okay. I talked to Sean DeMarinis to what he thinks what 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 rep in a, a low under four under four hundred what rep range and weight range would would be like a good weight to hit before getting the comp. He said three seventy three seventy five for three eight. So I hit, okay. but I added the extra clean because I I also believe that or just with the log in terms of like when I do like a press away when I re rack it the second time it's not the Rack, I, it's not the same rack as I clean it with. Oh, you mean so after you press and come down into a rack, it's, 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 it's different. Way, it's way different. Yeah. So it's almost like a different press. Okay. So I so I thought that doing two cleans would probably be more efficient. That makes sense. So yeah. to get like two like realistic ones, and the third one just like all just like effort and just digging deep in terms yeah. of like doing that last one and really pushing yourself up. And I mean, nothing can prepare you for cleaning a four hundred pound log like doing three eighty for three. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then, I spill all myself. But <laughs> I forgot to drink water, but that's what happens when you cut. You get get fogged up as as you can as yeah. you notice all weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, Been there. But I also did like right after that 380. Um, I did 400 for three doubles, just cleans. Okay. Just because the, I would say for the most part, the clean is going to be the tough part, mm-hmm. especially with the um, the rogue log. It's a little different than the pitbull. Um, but the rogue log is also very solid, but it's a little different than I've used. So um, I was using the I was using the pit bull, but I just really hammered down the clean. So I don't want the clean to be an issue tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So all right, I don't want anything to be an issue. So right. I, I really I really really balanced the clean. But that's I thought doing the log. I think it was when did I do it? It was a Monday. So it was twelve days out. I want to say so doing heavy log twelve days like doing heavy log twelve days out is what I thought going to get me in the best shape in terms of being able to build that fatigue during the training session, be able to recover yep. and get ready for uh, Saturday. Makes sense. So you uh, you picked up a quarantine puppy, right? A little bit, but she was planned. I had to tell everybody she was planned. Okay. So <laughs> in 2019, uh, my now fiance, 
Um, which of course her girlfriend at the time that we saw a wiener, a wiener dog on in the beach or Aruba and the, with the wind flapping in the ear as an all majestic light. <laughs> I mean, we just thought as a yeah. sign that we had to get a wiener dog. Majestic is the word I don't think comes to mind, but <laughs> I'm all for it. So okay. like that fall, we put ourselves on the wait list and uh-huh. we got her, uh, right in April. But, the, but we were nervous that it was in Maine, um, and we're in Massachusetts. So we didn't think like, we were like hoping that we could still drive up and pick her up because uh-huh. especially when we're like, Oh, uh, like all we thought about was like, when, when's our dog going to get here? Yeah. So we, 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 were, we were waiting for her for months and, I made the world's strongest wiener account probably like mid twenty nineteen. I didn't know you had that. I'll have to yeah, follow the that. World's strongest wiener. She, okay. she's, she's a great follow for yeah. for anybody that loves wiener dogs and strongman. She's a, that's, absolutely. That's, that's, that, I've really cornered that market. That's solid. <laughs> How many followers do you have on that? One? Uh, she has she has five hundred, like five hundred. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's she's, she's going to get more. I'm, I, my goal is to bring her to OSG. Oh yeah, yeah okay. I'm going to bring her to OSG. Yeah, like a fun one. Uh huh. Um, is she, uh, she's, she get, a, she's a, yeah, a miniature, um, she's a miniature dachshund. Okay. Did you get her registered as like a emotional pup so you can no, take her on a plane uh, and I'll, everything? I'll, I can, I, she's small enough that she can go on the okay, seat. Okay. Awesome. She's still like, a, she's 10 pounds. So okay. That's great. Going to see, but I think you know, it's, it's interesting. She got me like walking a lot and uh-huh. this weekend we've been doing a lot of stand effort and walks. Yes, sir. So 10 minute walks. I'll do like generally, so we're talking about kind of like my work. Structure. So, of course, start the day, 8.30, finish around 6. I'll have my, like, a pre... I, I generally do, like, four meals. So, like, the before... I say before dinner and after dinner work uh, okay. meals. So, I'll have the meal, and then we walk for 20 minutes, and then I, I go, like, straight to the gym. Um, but just, just like, clearing my mind, walk walking with her, I, I think that's really been helpful. And, yeah. even, and just... I've even seen like how much I've leaned out just be doing regular walks. Uh-huh. Um, so I think she's helped me just be like a little more active where I'd rather, where if I didn't have her, I'll probably, be, I wouldn't be taking those walks. More sedentary, yeah. No, yeah, no, no more, like not, not the motivation and mm-hmm. of course just hanging out, hanging yeah. out before I go work out. I've recently started doing 20 minute, 15 to 20 minute walks with my pup in the mornings before work. I wasn't doing that. I was just heading straight to work and my girlfriend would walk him when she got up. But uh, I started just because not really training too hard right now. I'm not competing or anything. I'm so focused on all this stuff. So I started incorporating that and it's making me feel a lot better, a lot more energetic throughout yeah, the day, yeah. just getting things moving. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, um, one, uh, one of my friends was mentioned in terms of like walking is like when you're working out a lot of you're in that flight, flight or uh, fight mode. Um, but of course when you're taking walks, it's a little more of kind of like a recovery walk. Yeah. Um, so again, you get a lot of benefits. So if you're not walking, after your meals, you're missing out. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's a it's a uh, de-stressor too. I feel like I, I get a lot more calm in my mornings when I head to work when shitty Seattle traffic. <laughs> if I've had my little fifteen minute walk with my butt. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. You got any big plans, like five years wise, where you want to be? Ooh, five years. Um, yeah. Well, personal wise, I hope my goal is like next year to get a get a house. Um, market's pretty crazy right now. Everything's yeah. at a premium, so again, in the Boston area, yeah. So okay. we, uh, most likely in the, like south in the South Shore mm-hmm. of Boston. Um, then I think right now we, I think we pick, we're picking a date probably like 2023 to get married. So that will be very exciting. I think we're probably somewhere in Rhode Island. Yeah. Rhode Island special to both of us. I went to school down there. She's a vacation. Down you Rhode just Island. got engaged, right? Like yes. last week or uh, something. Yeah, a couple, couple weeks ago. Okay, so, congrats. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. that's so, awesome. So very exciting. Um, and then like sport wise. Um, I want to be, I'm not saying I want to be, but it's, it's, it's actually, yes, I want to be, I want to be probably going to be a 105 kilo lifer 
I might jump into heavies on random contests, but most likely I want to kind Stick of run, around, run, run the table. It'll be a yeah. 105 kilo. I want to, of course, accrue some world records, accrue more titles, and maybe one day be, leave the sport of being known as the best 105 kilo. Be the uh, big Z of 105s. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. And I think, and again, we're getting more opportunity than ever. So yeah. I don't think that is a bad reason to do it. The big C. Love, love, love the sport. Even when it wasn't getting as much recognition, I was still... I was still doing it for the love of the sport, so yep. it's, it's just great. It's just more additive and more incentive to or get bigger opportunities and also get the potential to get uh, paid for it too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially now the money's rolling in. I mean, you got ten grand for the class you just won, and then uh, potential twelve at ASM. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, maybe I think seven, seven or eight at OSG. So uh-huh. it's, it's, yeah. it's totally it's it's it's, uh, it's totally up. And then um, again that. Even other monies from like sponsor, even I've gotten the most free stuff this year, this year that yeah. I ever got too. That's so, awesome. Um, I think that's all, all really important as well. Yeah, it's wild as you get more successful and start uh, accruing more financial opportunities, you also get more free things, <laughs> even though you have more money to buy things. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome how that works out. Uh, you have any other sponsors besides Tsunami? Uh, you, tsunami, and of course, my gym, uh, Total Performance Sports, has always okay. been uh, a big backer of mine, um, and again, a, a good sponsor. Um, but pretty much let me kind of do whatever I want at, at the gym. And of course I have a lot of my equipment there. Um, and then I hope, I think, I think I hope, I hope one day to kind of run, run a gym. Um, maybe, okay. maybe when I'm kind of retired and then start being, and I want to, I would like love to do like a strongman team maybe one, yeah. one time, like where we go to like a lot of like local competitions, regionals, maybe nationals or more, uh, where we just have like a team running. So I think that would be cool. But I, I think that's maybe for why I retire. Okay. Um, Retire work wise or strongman wise? Uh, strongman, strongman wise. Okay. Because I've, I've been, let's see, I've been competing for nine years now. So I started back in 2012, and I think I could have another maybe four or five years. But also, it really depends if, again if we if we have kids in the next three or four years. Yeah, so that's that, a game that changer. might change things up, or I might take a break and then come back for for one more run and then maybe call it call it quits. But again, I kind of want to get what I want out of the sport before I. Okay, yeah, that but makes sense. There's always a possibility where someone like Johnny with Cisco and, and <laughs> competes on 45. So that'll yeah, be, he's that'll, at, that'll be another 13 years. Yeah, he's at everything. 13 more years. That'll be another oh 13 God. years. But I think he started at Strongman at 31, so it's a little different. So he's been, so really okay. he's been doing Strongman for like five years more than me. Yeah. So, but yeah, it would be if I did compete like that, it'd be another 13, another 13. Wow, years. that's a long time. So he came from like a bodybuilding, bodybuilding background before he started. Okay. And then you mentioned uh, wanting to, you know, help people out, basically having a gym. And, you know, do you do personal coaching for people? I know oh, you do uh, your, with the Strength League. Strength League. So right, right now, most of, my, um, most of my stuff is on Strength League. So okay. my program, I want to do more programs in the future. Um, I have, I'm going to come out with another seven videos to add to my five videos. So it will be 12 videos on Strength League okay. to cover anything between events. And I'm also adding in. Um, a hand care video because that's very important. Hand care, hand care, because that's, okay. that's that's half the battle. Is that if you talking about like scraping calluses, scraping or? calluses and proper use? Okay, uh, getting the chalk off after every uh, when you're done every co- uh, every training session. Really, because that'll dry your hands out. Because because I see too many like torn calluses. Okay, and those are so they can be very avoidable, and this yeah. will make your hand, hand strong. And, um, and again, this one th- this more variables that you can eliminate game day I think the better interesting it's, okay um, especially those times where you get a farmer's handles or anything or anything yeah. else that is different than you normally train it's going to be more harder to grip yeah and, and also um, you can grip the bar like if it, again if you're doing 
like, for instance, if you're hook gripping or even just, like, let's just say gripping the log, and you, if your hands are smoother, you're going to be able to feel more comfortable in hand rather than big, bulgy calluses okay. kind of getting yep. in the way. So I think that's also, it's also going to help your grip. So, of course, I have the hand care video, but then come out with, like, some Zercher, how I how I axle clean, and then, of course, check out the site to learn more. Um, so the personal coaching, I, I've worked, I, I work with a few guys right now. I'm still, it's a, that's a little out, like, of course, I have recruited all this knowledge in yeah. nine years, but I'm still learning how to transfer that into my coaching. And, of course, there's, there's certain things that um, don't come natural to me in terms of things that probably that I overlook for newer athletes. So I'm still, like, working the kinks up. But I think one day maybe do a little more kind of personal coaching. Okay. Um, right now it's been online, so I mentor, uh, I would say I mentor, like, two or three people. Okay. At the moment. Calling it a mentor rather than yeah, coaching. Me, yeah, okay. mentor. So it's like I, I, I kind of rec- – they tell me what they want to do, and I, and I, and I give them my suggestions, my recommendations, and then mm-hmm. they'll, they'll check in. But a lot of times it's like the start of the prep. Yeah. And then they'll come back to me in terms of how I can help and, like, what would you do in the situation. So okay. So a lot of it's, like, different items. And a lot of it's, like, kind of forum programming. Um, not so much diet yet, but maybe one day. Gotcha. So kind of, I've done better on my diet probably since – to say 2018, but yeah. um, but I'm still again working to improve, so I'm not as comfortable in terms of giving recommendations on that okay. just yet. But there's certain areas where I'm pretty I'm pretty pretty comfortable in terms of like this is what you should do mm-hmm. when it comes to form, technique, program. Okay. Are you thinking you're going to stick with uh, strength lead as far as growing into more of that role if you do decide to take on like coaching clients and things Absolutely. later on? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, right now, if, of course, if like individuals are interested, you can. Um, I think like Bobby Thompson, Anthony, Ariana, um, you, you can hop on the site and get, of course, go personal coaching that yeah. way. Um, and then those are like consultations. Those are like custom programs that someone's interested in. So I might maybe hop on in that area. But also um, I feel like a lot of my material is like what I would recommend in most situations. So I so put it on more programs, even more videos. I think it's pretty much what I would what I would do if I was personal coaching too. Yeah. So, Think just putting all kind of like putting my knowledge on, on there, and again, like one stop shops for, for everything. And then, not only do you get my stuff, you're going to get the other 20 coaches that are on there. Yeah, the, the whole collab idea that Anthony came up with for all that the collective it's, it's amazing. I don't think uh, you can put honestly a price yeah. on what it's really worth. Yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, it's great for a lot of competitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really all I've got for you. Um, so tune in tomorrow. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be catching back up with you after the log and the block and see where those records finally lay. Yeah, exactly. But we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna smash. The biggest goal was cutting weight. Yeah. That's done. So yeah. right now, refeed. Um, big, big steak and potatoes, hopefully, tonight. There you go. And then 3 o'clock weigh-in tomorrow. Or 3 o'clock is probably when I'm going. So I could do like two breakfasts and maybe a lunch right before. That's Damn. It. That's, okay. And then again, get to sleep. Do you have any trouble eating before a comp or, uh, or sometimes? Anything? Yeah. So, um, um, so I try to like kind of calm my nerves, but it, I haven't been nervous for this particular competition as much as I have because yeah. I'm more competing with myself, mm-hmm. more competing against, let's just say Rob Kearney who put out the record, yeah. um, who's not physically here, and then. Um, where, and then, of course, there's Tyler. There's most likely going to be Jesse if he's feeling good after mm-hmm. the five events. Um, so there's the three of us. But the goal is the record. So I'm not as 
nervous as I have been going into this because I'm really kind of competing for myself. But I think a lot of it where, again, you want to always want to be confident in your, uh, in your abilities, but you build that confidence through your preparation mm-hmm. and your training. So yep. I, I feel like I did that in this training session. So yep. I feel what I did in that last nine weeks, I don't know. I don't know if I could have done any better. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, having follow. I mean, I follow a lot of strongmen. I've competed with a lot of strongmen. Um, very rarely are people going for like big number records like this. And you watch their training, and they're consistently not missing lifts, and consistently like you feel like they definitely have it right. Like everybody does with your current like situation, going for the log and the block, especially which you've already broken in training multiple times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm excited. Yeah, let's uh, get some big numbers up there tomorrow. Big numbers and crush it. There yeah, you go. visualize and success. All right. Uh, so, yeah, it's day uh, going to start the first regional qualifier tomorrow for Waco. I'm here with Nick Camby, and uh, we'll check in and get those numbers for you. Okay, folks, thanks for listening. For anyone living under a rock, Camby was successful on his attempts. After narrowly failing a 400 log, he insisted on bumping up the attempt to above the world record and blew away a 412.3 pound overhead log press. It was unbelievable. Then about 30 minutes later, he took another record and destroyed the 286 block press with a 293 pound opener, followed by solidifying his legend status by setting it once again at a staggering 312 pounds. The energy was electric, and I couldn't be more grateful to have witnessed it. Until next time, keep it thick, strong, and awkward.